On today's episode of the Korea Packed Podcast, I want to talk about being more like our childhood selves. Now, if you guys have been enjoying the recent episodes, make sure to follow us on Spotify, wherever you're listening, share with a friend, and follow us on all socials at the Korea Packed Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening, and let's get into today's episode. Yo, yo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Korea Packed Podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this pod. And could we take a moment and appreciate this beautiful camera quality that my MacBook has to offer that I had absolutely no idea about. So my camera quality is typically not this good, but I was playing around with my MacBook today and I opened it and I was like, hmm, this looks nice. Yep, let's stop it right there. So my MacBook, it actually isn't as good as I thought it was. The entire recording that I did of this podcast, it had me flipped the wrong way. So moving forward, anytime I refer to this MacBook, please do not take it literally. I do not mean what I said. All right, let's continue. But I want to talk about being more like our childhood selves. And I've talked about like what life is like the older we get a ton on this podcast. Um, you know, because the older we get, we got we got bills to pay, we got kids to feed, mortgages, we got car payments, and all this other stuff that comes with as part of the drift of what life is. And I feel like it can stress us out and cause us to really shy away from who we were as kids, the things that interested us, and what we really did. So I've talked about a lot recently, this idea of finding curiosity and it bringing a little bit more peace and joy into our life. And I feel like this topic is also another one that kind of brings everything that I talk about all together. So let's start with how we were when we're young. When we're young, we have so much, so much that we want to know endless amounts of things. We ask a lot of questions. We don't stop moving and everything is so new to us. And there's just like genuine curiosity and there's just genuine, there's just like this genuine presence that kids bring. And I feel like the older we get, it's easier us to forget that sense of like non-judgmental creativity that once determined how we viewed the world. And I think this creative energy that we have when we're younger, I feel like it goes away because all of the all of the tendencies that we start to put on ourselves to judge ourselves more, and we also have standards from social groups, our society, things people expect things from us. So because of that, that natural, genuine creative energy, it slowly tends to fade away. And I feel like there's just something about young children that makes us so nostalgic the older we get. Like there's a reason we laugh and enjoy ourselves so much when we see like a little happy baby running around. And I know I'm like this when I see my sister's kids. So I think that's the first thing is where did that zest of energy go the older we've gotten? And how can we get that back? You know, 
that genuine joy, that genuine happiness that we felt as kids? How can we reclaim that? So that's what I kind of want to talk about in this episode. And me as a kid, I was kind of a simple kid, but also did a bunch of stuff. Like I was very rarely in the house. I never had any worries about anything. I played outside all day long. Um, I think I've told this story in the past. I would watch the garbage trucks go by and it was just like this pure joy that I got from watching the garbage men throw all that trash into those trucks. And then the big truck, like lifting the thing up and emptying it out. All my close friends know I have a, we- I had a weird obsession with garbage trucks. So I would do that. And it was just pure joy for me. I'll be riding bikes. I'll be riding scooters. I was playing football. I was playing basketball, anything to like not be at home sometimes. Cause at home there was always like drama, things going on, conversations that I didn't want to really want to be a part of. Um, Cause you know, my mom and dad and grandma would always be butting heads, arguing about something. And those were the times that, you know, I really didn't enjoy. But as a kid, when I wasn't in the house, I wasn't really worried about any of that. And I, and I guess, I guess that doesn't really count because I kind of started to be more aware of the things at home after about like 12, 13, 14 years old. But before that, I guess you could say I really had no worries. I literally just did all those things like I just mentioned. So that's, 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 I guess what I did as a kid. So moving on to, you know, a couple of things to avoid and, this is stuff that I've kind of come to find out again, the little bit older that I've gotten in order to really stay a kid and be a kid and not take yourself too seriously. The first thing I feel like it's obvious, but we tend to become like get sucked into it anyways, is not binging news and headlines. I feel like in 2023 headlines are very rarely positive. All you see is acts of violent crime like human or natural accidents, misfortunes, disasters. And granted, I'm not saying to not be aware of these things or just not watch news at all. But I think the problem really becomes when we start to binge it and we're constantly scrolling to read the next headline or reading a bunch of New York Times articles about what happened in this part of the area or this part of like this part of the world or this part of our local area. Like it's cool to be aware, but that's what sells newspapers and what makes us compelled to watch 24 hour news channels. Maybe not for young people, but definitely for people who are a little bit older. But if you're young and you know, you consume news and you binge the news, then that's something I I personally think may come in the way of us being more, like our childhood selves. And I feel like it makes us feel negative about the world. And I think it hides the positive and the good people in the world, the news. Like it's very rarely positive. So go on like a little bit of a a news detox, if you want to call it. And just kind of imagine how less stressful life could become avoiding the news for a week or two or maybe a month. I personally, I don't think I ever go on my phone and actively try to look for news or am trying to read headlines. And 
especially like politically or economically, I don't do that. Economically, I only watch a couple of videos to maybe see how some stocks are doing. But for the most part, it's just putting it into the SPY or ETF, something that's very safe and conservative. I used to do bad shit, which lost me a ton of money. But now I don't really do any of that. And I feel like recently the only time I've gone online looking for news is Apple Vision Pro, which is Apple's new AR VR headset, which was incredible. So I watched a ton of videos on that, watched some reviews on that, which was super cool. But other than that, it's very rare I go on my phone looking for news about the world and politics and all the bad things that are happening. I try not to. So that's the first one. Don't binge news and headlines. Number two, get outside and go outside in nature. I feel like this is one of the first things that we can do to be more like our childhood selves. Why? Because so much of our childhood was spent outdoors. Think about how much COVID changed things for all of us, especially people who are you know young in their 20s and their 30s. Everything changed. COVID like fucked up so much shit in the world. Remote work is what everyone's doing, it seems like. I'm doing that now, like fully remote. I'm at home all day. I'm at my desk. I just spent $240 today on a standing desk because I don't like sitting all day. So it's a real thing. And just getting outside, going, sorry, I'm, I'm looking to, if you see my eyes peeking to the left, it's because I'm in a library recording this. And I don't know if my voice is loud enough to where the people can hear it outside, but if they can, whatever. And yeah, I just see like people going back and forth. They're probably like, yo, what is this kid doing? But where was I? Getting outside. So much of our childhood was spent outside. And I feel like times that we spent outdoors, playing on the playground, exploring nature during recess, those were so many genuine moments of joy for me, right? Like every day when I was at school, I would be waiting for that one hour of recess, or I think it's what, 30 minutes, 30, 45 minutes, whatever it was for recess. Cause I got outside, I got to run around, I got to play tag. I got to go on the monkey bars. I got to go on the swings. I got to play basketball. That was genuine moments of joy. But with COVID, there is no recess. It's literally eight hours of being inside. And then once you're done with that, you know, people go to the gym. That's, you know, their way of releasing stress. They come home, they watch a movie, they may go for a run, do something, and then go to sleep. Like, what happened? Like, what about getting up in the morning, going for a walk, or, you know, taking your dog out for a walk? Like, I don't know. I just think in the the, the 2023 eight-hour day, eight-hour workday needs a recess. It needs a one-hour recess for all the all the people who work in corporate nine-to-five. But that that just isn't what the case is. So, you know, reclaiming the joy of childhood, we need to, like, reforge those bonds with the outdoors. And again, it doesn't take much going for walks, going for hikes, going for runs. And by the way, it's also great to clear our heads when we experience nature a little bit. For me, personally, <clears throat> if I go for a run or if I go for a walk, which, and also, by the way, I'm going to be 
I want to buy a bike soon so I could go biking. I really want a boosted board, but that's too much money. So I'll be good with a bike. <clears throat> Doing that a little bit is also a big positive. So get outside. It helps us be more like our childhood self. Number three, don't forget about you. Don't forget about whatever it is that you want to do, right? Taking more time to ourselves. Me personally, every single day, I before I go to sleep or during my lunch break or before I even start working in the morning, there's times where I like what, what I like to do, taking time to myself is literally just sitting down and watching YouTube, like maybe reading a little bit, meditating, going for a drive um, for other people and maybe like going shopping for other people. It may be, I don't know, booking a weekend to go travel, going to see some friends, going on a coffee, like getting some coffee with a friend that you haven't seen in a while, anything, just undistracted time for us. And do whatever the heck it is that you want. I can say as many things, but you know whatever it is on your list that you like to do and you like to take time out of your day to go do that thing for you, then go do that because that's what you need. And I feel like the older we've gotten, it's very hard to uncondition ourselves from what our day is. It's like, you know, it's easy for me to talk about this and create time for myself, but all the other people in the world who, you know, have kids, have a full-time job, they may have, you know, other house responsibilities, whatever it is, it may be tough to get that time and take time for yourself. I know my, my sister is a great example for this. When I was living with her <clears throat> for some time, she was working literally every day from like the, the second the kid got up to, and now two kids, from the second the kids got up to like 9, 30, 10 at night and she was putting in like 14, 15 hour days and then she would take 15 minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, just like read a little bit and then go to sleep. I've gotten texts from her literally at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. asking me random things about, you know, hey, like we have this thing coming up, like should we do this or should we do that? And like that's her taking her time to herself, but it's still so late in the day. So it's hard. Taking time for yourself is hard, but it should be a priority, in my opinion, in my eyes. Because if it isn't, then it's just going to continue to condition us into this world of external things and the things that we owe other people, the time we owe other people. But if we think back to what we were like as kids, that wasn't the case. And it can keep us young a little bit to embrace that childhood self. And the last thing um, that I want to talk about <clears throat> is playing more often. Now, when I, when I say playing, what I mean by playing is, I guess I'll give you a quick example. When I was younger, um, I played a ton of basketball. Like I discovered basketball probably at the age of like eight in third grade. And I played religiously like every single day. Literally, there was probably not a day that went by where basketball wasn't in my hand. I would do that all the time. I wanted to get better, and I was so bad at it that third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, all the way up until like freshman year of college, that's all I did. Whenever I had free time, I would be playing 
basketball all the time. But ever since I started working, right, for the past, you know, two and a half years, when um, now that I found a little bit of kind of like trajectory in my career and, you know, doing this podcast and creating videos and editing and trying to figure out shit to do, right, I've kind of, I stopped playing basketball, like for a good two, like probably for a good year and a half, two years from the age of like 19 to literally up until like four or five months ago, probably up until I started this podcast, January, February, I stopped playing basketball. I did not play it at all. I would probably play it like once in a blue moon, once every six months. I would watch it. I would watch it on YouTube. I would watch the NBA. I would do all that. But I would never just go outside and play, right? But it's like I spent over a decade of my childhood, well, like the age of eight to like 19, playing basketball. And it's where all my free time went. And as adults, I feel like we forget how often, like we forget how good it feels to just play and do something. And it doesn't have to be basketball. It could be, you know, running after a ball, playing with your grandkids or playing catch or playing a family game, playing cards, something small, right? And I feel like there's there's really no excuse, in my opinion, to not play a little bit more, right? I feel like it keeps us young. It keeps our roots of what we did as kids close to our heart. And that's that's just me, right? So my challenge to everyone here is Think about the things that really interested all of us when we were kids and figure out what the adult version of that is in your mind and do a little bit more of it, right? We kind of have to figure out how to harness our inner child by figuring out what our younger self craved in our, in, in our mind and physically. Like what did our younger self really, really care about? What do we really want to do with all the time we had? And yeah, just do a little bit more of that. Like, and for example, what I do now after, you know, me trying to be more like my childhood self is, you know, I started playing basketball now. I play it pretty often. I probably play it three, four times a week going to the park. Um, it's always by myself, right? Cause I just love the therapeutic feeling of shooting a basketball, seeing it go in, just the art of it. I love everything about it. So I play basketball a lot more often now. I mentioned scooters earlier. I, um, One of my neighbors that lived to the next door to us, um, I think she has like a couple kids and she was throwing away an old Razor scooter and I was taking out of the trash one day and I saw it and then I grabbed it. I was like, dude, this is my childhood and I'm going to ride it and I'm going to ride it around in my backyard and I do that. So like once a day, I'll go outside and ride around my scooter during my break or whenever I'm bored or if I just need to get up and take a walk, I'll go do that. I'll ride around for a couple circles in the yard, put it away and come back inside. So scooters, basketball. Oh, I try to walk outside a lot more often in the mornings or at night with my mom, just enjoying a little brisk walk. Another one is being... And I feel like this, I've been doing this ever since, you know, I've been with my girlfriend, but <clears throat> we are super, like, if you guys see her and I interacting, like, we may not seem 
as, you know, super like funny or silly people. But when it's just us two, the amount of times, like the amount of the amount of time that is spent of us two just laughing, making stupid faces, making jokes, saying silly things to one another, it just makes my day. Like it makes me it makes me forget all the serious shit that I have to worry about in my life, like you know, my work and the things that I'm doing. And it makes me appreciate the calmness and the peace that she brings me by allowing my inner kid to come out and just be funny and make stupid faces in front of her that I hope you guys never see because some of those faces, like some of those silly faces we make to one another are probably the ugliest things that I've ever seen in my life. So hopefully you guys never see those and you guys continue to see this, this well-lit face. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we play games and we have a good time. Another one, I used to read books a ton, magic tree house, um, Harry Potter, all of that shit I used to read religiously. And I would read like two, 300 pages every single day. I would finish books in a day. And then the older I got, I stopped doing that. I stopped reading. I transferred over to, like I said, YouTube. And now I try to read books a little bit more often. And I'm not saying like entire books because now I read to try and understand and out of curiosity it's just enough to satisfy my like craving to read. And it's like I said, it's not that much, right? Like it can be a couple pages. It can be one chapter, not that much. And the last thing, the last thing I promise is the last thing. What I do now and what I'm pursuing, I have loved YouTube and I still love YouTube for over a decade, like from 10, 11, 12 years old, I've been watching YouTube for so long and it's been my thing. And like I just said, if I want to just do me and chill for a little bit, I'm, I'm just watching YouTube, something on there. Hence, which is why I want to make YouTube videos, hopefully for a living one day. And I want to do more of it because that's what I did as a kid. That's what I did my entire childhood growing up. And that's what I hope to do, hopefully, for the rest of my life. And yeah, it's a work in progress. And we, is someone knocking on my door? I don't know if anyone's knocking on my door, but yeah. So I want to give you guys a quick quote to end off this pod because I feel like I'm going to get kicked out of this room real soon. I swear I hear knocking. I don't see anyone, but. Like they're to the left. I don't know, whatever. But this great quote by, um, hold on. Yeah, there's this great quote by this guy, Gerald Bernard Shaw, I believe that his name was. It says, we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. We don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. And I feel like that was a great quote. And it puts a lot of things into perspective that like, just because we get older, it doesn't mean that we have to stop being kids and not play and not really be our childhood selves because it's a good reminder. It's a good way to tell yourself that, hey, you still got it a little bit and you're still young and maybe just to do more of those things that we really enjoyed as kids. And yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. Thanks so much for chilling, hanging out and hearing my rant on why 
we can be a little bit more like our childhood selves because it will probably bring a little bit more fulfillment, a little bit more joy, a little bit more peace into your life in times of stress, some anxiety, situations in life, anything. And it's a good way to kind of uncondition ourselves from the realities of life. And yeah, gentlemen's agreement, like I always say, and you know, I never forget this. One day I will. Now I'm going to jinx myself. You got to do a couple things. I'll give you a pot every day with this beautiful camera quality now on my MacBook, which I spent a lot of unnecessary money on. Well, necessary, but still a lot. Hopefully this camera quality is good for your, you know, needs. You got to do a couple things. Follow this pod wherever you're listening. Share it with a friend and leave it a rating. Four or five stars, one star if you think it was horrible. That is perfectly fine. I'm a lot more open to it now because I like the honesty. And last, but certainly not least, take care. Tell someone that you love them and go do something nice for someone today because they genuinely deserve it. All right. I think I'm about to get kicked out of this place. Um, I think even though I had it booked for two hours, but, but yeah, thank you all so much. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.